Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And we just hope that everything's going well with you this morning and that's my prayer for you, and I'm just praying God's blessings upon you. And we're going to uh, get right into this uh, this week's session. And on this episode, I just want to uh, title this uh, session today that if it's raining outside or it's raining in your life and all you see is clouds and storms, and rain. Well, I want to tell you then, look for rainbows. So if it's raining, look for rainbows. If it's storms, look for rainbows. Now, I know that uh, oftentimes, right now, if it's raining and after a storm, you can look up a lot of times and see a rainbow. And that's God's promise that he will not ever destroy uh, this earth uh, by water again. Now, the earth was destroyed by water once, but the next time it will be renovated and destroyed by fire. I'll just take you here to the scripture in Genesis chapter number uh, six, and we're going to read to you here from verse number five. And the Bible said that God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was on evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man upon the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will utterly destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man, beast, and creeping thing, fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So there was so much sin, so much ungodliness that God actually said that uh, their minds and their hearts and constantly on evil continually to the point that God said he repented that he even made man. In other words, in this uh, way, the word repentant meant that he had a change of heart that uh, he wished he hadn't even made man because of their wickedness. And the Lord said, I'm going to destroy the man I've created. Even it went far as to the beast, the creeping things, fowls of the air. But thank God for verse number eight, when he said, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That ninth verse, it said, Noah was a just man and he was perfect in his generation and he walked with God. So I'll just insert this in here. I believe that people can be perfect in their generation that you'll never be perfect in the eyes of men, but you can be perfect in the eyes of God. 
And that's what God said in his generation. So for his generation, he walked with God completely. And God uh, said he found grace. Noah found grace in his eyes. So you too can walk with God in your generation. Verse 11 said the earth was corrupt before God and that the earth was full of violence. Now, uh, it was corrupt. So God looked on the earth and all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. So God said to Noah, uh, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence And he said, through them and behold, I will destroy them from or with rather the earth. So he he made a plan for them and he told them to make an ark of gopher wood, put rooms in it. And he said, in the ark, pitch it within and without with pitch. And he told him exactly how to make it. Now, I'm not going to break this all down in this episode but he said the the length of the ark was 300 cubits, the breadth 50 cubits, the height 30 cubits, and so on. He tells exactly how uh, that ark was made. So not far from where I pastor, uh, there's actually an exhibit of, of the ark, and it's called the ark uh, over in northern Kentucky that you can actually go see. And it's a pretty good... Uh, place to go look at. So they said, I'm going to bring flood waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh. And wherein there is breath of life from everything that's under the heaven and in the earth that it will die. But he said, with you are thee, he says, I'm going to establish my covenant. Thou shalt come into the ark and thy sons and thy wife and your son's wives. And of every living thing, he said, take two of every sort and bring into the ark to keep them alive. In other words, so things could go on. He said, bring them male and female, fowls, creeping things, beasts, and so on. And then, uh, so here, uh, what, a, what a great thing. God had a plan. Even though he was sick of their sin, God still had a plan uh, for their lives. And the Lord told Noah, come into the ark in that next chapter. Bring your family into the ark. For I've seen uh, that there are righteous before me. Once again, look at verse 1, in this generation. Of the clean beast, he said, bring by seven, male and female. And of uh, the unclean, bring two, male and female, fowls of the air, and so on. Noah done everything that was uh, spoken to God, or God has spoke to him, rather. He done everything exactly the way God had told him to do it. And then there came a day that God speaks to Noah and he tells him uh, to come into the ark. It's just kind of amazing, though, 
that in chapter after chapter it says God remembered Noah. Actually, if you look at chapter 8, it starts out the same way. God remembered Noah. So I want you to know that if you'll live right, walk up right before God in your generation, God will remember you. And it said there in that first verse of chapter number 8, God made a wind to come and pass over the earth and the waters started to come down. Matter of fact, that second verse said the fountains uh, also from the deep and the windows of the heavens were stopped and rains from heaven was restrained, but the waters returned uh, from off the earth continually after the 150 days of waters were abated. So look at the length of time there that God let it rain. Uh, matter of fact, one place said 40 days, 40 nights, that it rained nonstop continuously. But they was in the ark. Thank God that God prepared a way and uh, Noah and his family uh, had escaped into uh, the ark. So then now after that God had made a plan and Noah and his uh, wife and his sons and sons' wives had entered into the ark and it rained and all of the earth was completely uh, renovated, destroyed, and every living thing died except the ones that was put uh, on to the ark. After certain days, uh, God had spoke uh, to Noah and said to send a raven, let it go to and fro to see if the waters will dry it up. And the Bible said that, of course, the raven went and then finally he sent a dove and the Bible said the dove found no rest for its soul uh, of her foot. But she did return to the ark when the waters on the face of the on the whole earth, and he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her into unto him into the ark, and he stayed another seven days. But then he said, the dove came to him in the evening, and lo, the mouth of that dove had an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew the waters had abated from off of the earth. Yet he still say, stayed another seven days. And he sent the dove and the dove didn't come back. So then, of course, Noah knew that God had spared him. Now, chapter nine, what I really want to talk to you about, I must hurry here. It said, God blessed Noah and his sons. And he told them to be fruitful and to multiply and replenish the earth. He said, and fear of you and dread shall be upon the beasts of the earth and the fowl of the air, everything that moveth on the earth, and even the fishes of the sea into your hand, for they are delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even the uh, green herb that I've given all things. He goes on to talk to him a little bit more about this, but I, I want to skip down here if I can. He said he had established a covenant in verse uh, number uh, nine, 
But in verse, let's see, verse number eight, God spoke to Noah. Then he said, I'm going to make a covenant with you, Noah. And he talks with him a little further. He said, in verse 12, I'm going to give you a token. He tells him, I'm going to give you a token. And he says, in, let me find out where I'm at here again. In uh, verse number 12, that the flesh will no more be cut off by waters of a flood. There'll be no more flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is a token. I'll make between me and you that every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Verse 13, here's what I want to talk to you about. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Not just him and Noah, but the earth. So the bow, the rainbow, that he said, when you see this bow or the rainbow over the earth, he said, it'll come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth and that the bow shall be seen. And then you can remember my covenant between me and you, that no more will there come a flood to destroy the earth. I don't know if you realize it or not, but every time you look and you see a rainbow in the cloud, that is God reassuring you that this earth will never be destroyed by water again completely. It also reminds you of God's promise to Noah and like he said, God's promise to the earth and God's promise that is perpetual to all generations. What a promise this is. So today, you may be saying, Pastor, all I see is dark clouds in my life. I feel like the heavens has opened up and it's rained down nothing but trials upon me and tribulations, tests, heartaches, and difficulties. Even if that does happen, and you've been seeing those, uh, if you will, those dark clouds hovering about you and uh, all of that, I just want you to quit looking at the cloud, quit listening to the thunder, quit looking at all the rain. You know, we have, where I live here in Ohio, we have, uh, sometimes we have snowstorms. Sometimes we have heavy rains. Sometimes we have a sleeting and even hail, all sorts of terrible weather. And uh, I've seen uh, tornadoes here not far from where we live. And I've, I've watched a lot of, of big, uh, terrible-looking clouds. And every single time when I see a rainbow after that, I know that's God saying to all of us that sees it, here's my promise to you. So I'm just going to ask you today, quit looking at the storm. Quit looking at the cloud. And quit looking at the rain and start looking for the rainbow. So quit looking at the difficult times and start looking for God's promise that he's made to you. Thank God for his promises, of which the Bible says they're all yea and amen. You know, I remember one time I was in New Mexico
and I turned my radio on because the weather looked so threatening. And and they said, seek shelter immediately if you're between this mile marker and that one. And I was right between them. I got off the side of the road. And when I pulled over, it was so dangerous looking. And uh, I got off and there was a German Baptist gentleman there. He walked over to me and he said, uh, I'm German Baptist. I said, I'm Pentecostal. Both of us said, that don't matter. Let's just pray. And we sought God and I watched a tornado form. It looked close, but they said it was probably a few miles away because there where we was at, you could see a long way on that flat land. But I watched that tornado form and start to drop down. We prayed with everything in us for God to spare us. And the clouds were so threatening. There was lightning flashes. A heavy rain had been coming. And I watched God take that tornado and literally uh, go off to a complete uh, different direction. The next few hours when we was able to leave, I saw a path of destruction that that storm had caused. But while I had seen that, uh, all the lightning and the storm clouds, and I had seen that tornado form that could have took our lives, and I drove by and looked at the path of destruction. While I was doing all that, I think as my wife looked up and she said, David, look. And we looked out of the car as we was traveling. And it, it I know it probably didn't for sure, but it looked like that rainbow was went from one end of the earth to the other. It was just such a large rainbow for as far as you could see. And everything was beautiful then after that. The storm had subsided. No more threats of uh, bad weather. All I saw was a beautiful rainbow in the sky. And I want to tell you today, the storm that you're facing will soon pass. And the thing that you think that'll never, ever go away, God will cause to go away. Just be faithful in your generation. Serve God and live right in your generation. If you do that, God can take the storm away, the lightning, the flashes, the tornadoes, the hurricanes, no matter what it is, and he can put a rainbow in the cloud for you. Amen. So this morning, as I go off, I just want to say this to you one more time. Quit looking at rain clouds and storms and start looking for the rainbow. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this today. I've certainly enjoyed being with you. This is Pastor David Miller saying God bless you and join us again the next time on PHTN The Morning. Music.